I'm talking with Penelope Sullivan, who has a website called freedomloveproject.com. You're a resident of Nevada City. And I wanted to know more about your website. Tell people what the website is about. Okay. Freedom Love Project was designed last, I would say, in 2020, early on. And I was very concerned because I saw that people were very worried about COVID, hearing about COVID, and I really wanted to empower them with things that they could do to take charge of their health. And I noticed that the CDC, the WHO, nobody was really mentioning anything that would boost immunity. And so we had started a local herbal coalition to donate herbs to single mothers and to the Hopi, but I just really wanted to start collecting data that was being shown, different doctors coming out that were treating COVID symptoms, different nutraceuticals that were being promoted to help people, and just um, have that in one resource hub that people could easily access. What's your background that would give you the expertise to do this? I would say I've been in the health field, the holistic health field for 27 years. Uh, I've studied herbology as well as holistic nutrition. And more than anything, I am a concerned mother. I saw these children, they were no longer in school. Uh, I care about humanity, really. I see people that were very, very worried, people that were getting sick, and I wanted to empower them. So I would say that is the biggest thing. So if we go to freedomloveproject.com, what are we going to find there, and how is that going to help us? Okay. So it's broken up into three different sections. The first section is straight about empowering your health. I tried to get as many medical doctors on there as possible. And so just common practices that boost immunity and build your overall wellness and vitality. And then the second portion is really, it's questioning the common narrative, the mainstream narrative that we are hearing. And really many, many, many doctors are on there. We see, um, Doctors' coalitions throughout the world coming forward saying that we got this, we can treat this. They are talking about things like COVID long haulers. They're asking, where is our early treatment? That is the real big message is on early treatment. In our community, unfortunately, I've had friends that are teenagers all the way up to people in their 60s, and they are losing friendships in the cases of people in their 60s for decades long friendships because of a difference of opinion. And I would say that in our community, things have been so heavily politicized. And so even mentioning something as simple as hydroxychloroquine, and it's just a dead end conversation. So on my website, I went around, I literally started searching for doctors that were treating COVID symptoms successfully. And I started emailing them and I started calling them. And I started working with Renette Senem to start interviewing them because I knew that we needed this information within our community. And the sad part is, as many of these doctors, even though they have been doctors for decades, their reputation is being questioned. But one of my, my new favorites that I just a hero is Dr. Peter McCullough. Now, when you look at his credentials, he's a cardiologist. He's an internist. He's an academic professor of medicine. He's the editor of three different journals. He went to 17 years of school after high school, all based on medicine. And he really, in the beginning, he was not willing to wait for the AMA to tell him how to treat COVID. 
and so instead, because he cared so much about his patients, started finding these other innovative physicians and how they were treating COVID and started putting their protocols together and then came up with a study with many, many, many other doctors that has been peer reviewed. He now has over 40 peer reviewed articles and studies only on COVID. And so I have people like him. I try to get as many medical doctors as possible to give us hope and to empower us with another option besides the vaccine. Would you say then you're telling people not to get the vaccine or just to make an educated decision? Um, For myself in particular, I personally would never choose to be vaccinated. When I do the risk to benefit analysis, it doesn't make sense to me. Right now, this vaccine has more adverse events reported than all of the vaccines combined. Um, That being said, I am a firm believer in people do need just, I want people to take the time to go beyond the CDC, what they say. If you want to believe in the CDC, that's great, but go for the citations, look for that gold standard science, take the time to go beyond the headline and see where the primary sources that the CDC is getting this information. And I would encourage you to look to these doctors that are treating COVID successfully. And then from that, if you feel that that's the way, uh, I'm super concerned. I had a, a pediatric, I'm with Children's Health Defense, and I, I had a pediatric RN who works in the ICU reach out to me as a whistleblower. She said she was so deeply concerned that she had five teens with myocarditis in her hospital and even more outpatient that she was treating and even more on other floors that had more mild cases. And she had never seen anything like this before. And I have talked to different people in the medical field locally, and they are seeing you know, an 18-year-old locally in Nevada County that had a heart attack, a person in their 20s working out and have a stroke, a man in his 50s die of a heart attack, And we are not hearing this from our local news channels. You know, we are only hearing the benefits. And I think that to make a true informed consent, we really need to know about early treatments and how that impacts COVID statistics, which we're not hearing. We need to hear about hydroxychloroquine, about ivermectin, and these um, bunestinine, these multifaceted drug approaches, which people like Dr. McCullough, Dr. Freed, Vladimir Zelenko, they are using this DD Raoul in France. Um, these are literally happening all over the world right now. And our community, unfortunately, has not been willing, except for Renette, to discuss about any of these other options. And that has to be in the informed consent and risk to benefit analysis. We've been talking with Penelope Sullivan, who has the website freedomloveproject.com. 